Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and today's episode, we are going to be talking wellness in hospitality. What is uh, wellness and what should hotels and hospitality industry be considering when implementing wellness programs? And what is the impact of sustainability on hotels at the same time? We're going to be talking to Celine Fadam, the founder and CEO of WeThink, which offers an innovative and collaborative generation of hospitality and tourism development and operation services with guests, employees and communities well-being at its core, translating ideas into unique viable projects that bridge the gap between commercial concepts and design vision, as well as development and operations, while providing a holistic and integrative approach to well-being. So I'm pleased to welcome with us is Celine. Thank you for joining us today. I mean, um, as, as we know, like wellness is a hot commodity for hotels nowadays, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for having me, Ryan. It's a pleasure to be here. And um, yes, right now, and uh, especially now, like boost, boosted by the pandemic, wellness is more than ever a hot topic for hotels. And um it's also like took a different um, a different shape. Like before, when we were talking about um, wellness in hotels, we were just thinking about the spa. And now it's becoming more wider, and wellness can be infused in all departments of uh, the hotels. And it has like a, a more holistic approach that includes also health and B and healthy food, rooms, and how you sleep. Um, com- connections and how you inter- interact with uh, your family or who you are in the trip with and uh, or even over guests. So there's a lot of different aspects to wellness now in hospitality. Why has there become such a focus on wellness or maybe a that why is there such a new perspective on it? I think that uh, first there's a higher awareness from people in general about wellness, well-being and what that means, um, which which is a bit, um, which is actually like going back to common sense, I would say, because there are a lot of things that are not new. I mean, like having a walk in nature uh, is something that was really something common before and it's things that are now like that we kind of uh, crowded out of our lifestyles and that and now we're finding important to like reintegrate um, some of these practices back into our lives and these are things that uh, can be organized let's say in hotels and uh, that that's that's why um, hotels are in good position to really embrace wellness and all the aspects of wellness and really include that into people's lives. Um, and it's the same with, because uh, we're not going to talk too too much, uh, I'm not talk, focusing too much on the spy here because that's been there for a while and now we recognize even more of why massages are good for you or like relaxing and these moments of like self-pampering and self-care um 
but it's also like reintegrating other things like when you go on a trip and you travel regularly um you're not eating the same food as you would eat at home and uh homemade and uh, uh it's more rich more heavy and now people have started to see that this impacts their lives this impacts their health and we are much more health conscious than before for good reasons because people health are as people are living longer but actually they have more uh chronic disease than before so these are all things that people are now more conscious about and things that can be um that that can be eased or that where hotels can have a role to play in helping people make the healthy choice the easier choice the easiest choice sorry yeah, I guess we've had a lot of control over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. We've been working from home. We've been able to control and manage our diets or many people, some people haven't been able to manage their diets so successfully. Um, we've learned um, about having headspace. We've learned mm -hmm. about different activities that we can do in our own homes that we may not may not have even considered before from yoga to Pilates. Um, and now, you know, it's quite it was quite commonplace for companies to be running um, a lot of well-being sessions on a weekly basis uh, whilst everybody was working remotely from home. So I guess there's that element of a lot more people are aware of it. A lot more people have done the basics. And for a hotel, it's not enough to do the basics anymore. And as you said, you know, you might have a spa, but having a spa doesn't necessarily mean you do wellness. You're just giving someone um, a space to actually pamper themselves. But the wellness is is it's much goes much deeper than that. Um, and as you said, it, it needs to incorporate so many different aspects um, of hotel life. And I agree with you. One of the biggest struggles that I have, and you know, I, I've always trained, whether it's been for a triathlon or for a marathon or something. And what's been frustrating is that often when I'm traveling, it's during my training period. Um, mm. I'm packing my trainers um, in my suitcase um, and then I need to find food. And as you say, some of the worst things, worst thing can be you go to the hotel restaurant and it's all greasy, heavy food. Often the only thing you'd want to eat on there is burger and chips, but that's not necessarily feeding you well. Um, what are hotels doing right? Um, but perhaps what are things that they're getting so wrong um, or things that they don't really are notice that they're getting wrong when it comes to wellness? I think that... I think it's a question of perception and that's where that's what explains why hotels do things some of the things wrong so like going to a hotel like was seen as being the place to indulge so like it's you go to a hotel you dare to indulge you have like lots of foods you you would you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily eat lots of wine champagne and all those kind of things so there's this idea of indulging and and this association between indulging and um, unhealthy stuff so now i think there's a shift in mentalities where you can indulge things that are healthy and that it's not on because i think before like a lot of time um, healthy was associated with wealth flows and with restrictions and uh, you can't have this, you can't have that. Whereas now we, we are seeing that actually healthy can be indulging and can be also like uh, 
um, like there are a lot of healthy food that are really delicious or like working out doesn't need to be doesn't equal being in pain it can be something unavoidable <laughs> so there are a lot of now like association with healthy and pleasure and that's where like hotels had it wrong and trying to do this shift that a hotel is the place to indulge and you can indulge in a healthy way and that doesn't mean you can't um yeah you you you, you can find healthy healthy way to indulge and one thing that i found in hotels um in general and it's that the healthy choice is always the difficult choice to get it's all you need to work harder to have the healthy choice it's much easier to get the unhealthy choice and i think that's where there's an opportunity to make actually this healthy indulging choice easier for people to easier for people to get and that goes into um like the how it's displayed but also in prices you know like i'm always like really annoyed when I see that um, a, a, um, a glass of Coca-Cola, even if it's di diet coat is still chemical anyway, it doesn't matter, is cheaper than a glass of water or a glass of like, or a smoothie. Shouldn't be that way or like that um, a dish with like vegetables, it's cheaper, is more expensive than fries. So that's also, I think, um, a shift that needs to Happen. like processed food today is more is cheaper than unprocessed food and that's also like um that's not only involving the hospitality industry it involves also like the food industry but these are all the things that added together creates um an environment where the like an healthy choice is pushed forwards instead of like helping people be healthy Oh, absolutely. And I think that's where, you know, hotels have that opportunity to play a role in helping um, customers discover something new, discover the newest superfoods and the newest types of smoothies um, or, um, you know, a new way of, you know, eating meat or maybe not even eating meat, you know, mm -hmm. discovering um, vegan options. Because these aren't things you're going to do at home, are they? You know, if if suddenly you're presented with a gorgeous looking, looking plate of food um, that you haven't made yourself, you are much more open uh, to test testing and trialing uh, different things so as you say um, you know being a little bit more uh, diverse in the types mm -hmm. of, of menu options as, as well as obviously looking at that pricing there when a, when a hotel is successful when would you say a hotel is successful at implementing wellness um, and and what would be um, sort of the best approach for a, a hotel to successfully implement wellness I think the way you should a wellness should be approached is the same way as sustainability is now started to be approached. And actually for me, like wellness or well-being is like the extra step from sustainability. So sustainability is more towards the environment, whereas for me, like well-being is the extra step because it's the well-being of the community, the well-being of, of people, the well-being of the environment. So it embraces an even larger, uh, an even wider spectrum. So if it should be it should be seen as something 
um, you know, as part of the DNA of the property. So it's not something you do and just to put some marketing tag and say, oh, we are wellness this, wellness that. But it's more like a way of um, a way of operating, a way of selecting your um, your, your providers, a way of treating your staff and of uh, training your staff. I think that there's um, an important place into staff training, um, just not only for, um, so they can get takeaways from that too. Like it's important, like hotel employees have like crazy hours. They are, um, they, they work hard and uh, so it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult job. So like they should be the first like um, hearing about wellness strategies and wellness tool to, in, to improve their life and their health and then spread that to the clients too and um and it's i think sometimes we think that because some of the things are so simple and so um common sense at the end you think that it's things that people would uh would know or but actually it's not that simple and it's not like it's not that easy to implement in our lifestyle today and to give you an example um you were mentioning vegan food and uh people kind of assume that that a chef because a chef can cook they can do vegan food but you know it's just taking the meat out right well no (laughs) there's so much to go into that there's so much um like knowledge about nutrition that you need to have about other ingredients that you can use to replace the meat. And there are so many things that you need to learn and you wouldn't expect an Italian chef or like a chef cooking Italian food to like straight away uh, start making Japanese food without training. Because even if the, you know, like you chop the thing the same way and like the technique is the same, there are so many different uh, things to learn and how to mix the flavors, the ingredients, a lot of things to learn. It's the same with vegan food. It's the same with healthy food. You can't assume that they're going to just switch to that or like just come up with a healthy menu because they are not trained to do that. They are not nutritionists. They don't know about that. It's different th- ingredients, different uh, flavors. They need training. So I think that some training is very important and uh, I think this holistic way also like uh, is important and that goes to um, and that's where it goes hand in hand with sustainability because at the end of the day when we do good for the people you also do good for the planet like you want to be in an environment where there's as less chemicals as possible where you can breathe uh, fresh air where you can drink like uh, clear water etc and all those things are tied with um, the environment well-being as well and and that's really where the name of your business come from uh, we think uh, meaning wellness environment and innovation 
thinking. And, you know, um, what, what it sounds like here, this is really the culture of a hotel. This is not just about saying and slapping on the front of the hotel that you are now a wellness resort. As you say, this is about embedding it throughout all your teams, making sure that they understand the values, I guess, around wellness and sustainability and how that feeds into the whole guest experience and how they can also perhaps take greater autonomy and, and responsibility of, of finding ways that they can add that further value to that guest experience and what the hotel is offering. I mean, when it comes to sort of implementing these and, and, and sort of bringing change uh, to a property, a hotel team, and, you know, um, effectively marketing your, the product for what it actually is, what's the best way of measuring sort of uh, the, 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 the rating of perhaps where where a hotel or, or or the how much it's achieved in its wellness strategy it's kind of an interesting question because a lot of time in hotels um these um the wellness revenues are not um transparent so they are part of the of the offering of the hotel so you don't pay a fee to use the gym you don't pay a fee to use the spa uh, you pay when you do treat specific treatments, but otherwise it's all free. So a lot of time, um, the spa, the wellness services in a hotel are seen as not money making, but it's just because the, the so the department um, has its cost, you know, like the maintenance, the the staff, etc. But they don't get all the revenues from the usage of uh, the guests. So I think being transparent uh, first and like even if it's just like roughly, but having an idea of uh, like a potential daily rate to use the gym and the spa and kind of um, using tracking the number of guests using the facilities, applying that, uh, that basic rate uh, to have like a better vision of what revenues are generated by wellness. And I think that with that already the the PNL for the spa department or wellness department would look much better. Um, and then it's also um, it's also like uh, it's it part of the attractiveness of the property. Like before, so I, I come from a development uh, for like a um, luxury hotel brand. So. Uh, a lot of time we look at uh, rooms. So rooms are the biggest revenue generator. And it's kind of a, like a size competition, like who has the, the biggest room. And uh, But I think that now, like people, when they compare hotels, they don't really compare uh, square meters. They don't say, oh, I'm going to this hotel because the room is five square meters bigger than this hotel. They look at the facilities. They look at the... Um, the gym, uh, they look at the, the spa, they look at the F&B, they look at what they can do because at the end of the day, you don't spend your days in your room. Um, and so when it comes to sort of implementing delivering uh, on wellness campaigns, do you use sort of any sort of technologies or systems that can enable you to sort of uh, manage um, these most effectively? Uh I think, well, in marketing, I, I wouldn't, I'm not an expert in marketing, so I wouldn't reply too much on that. But I, now, like, there are, there are really big opportunities in, uh, 
in span wellness in terms of um, thirst distribution and a booking system. Uh, still in today, like when you want to book a, a massage, for example, in a hotel, you have to call the hotels or email them. It's a painful process. It's not like you just go on the website to book and you're done. So that's already like a first uh, step that would that would also help um, in, like increase the increase the um, the bookings for that. Uh, you can you can book uh, in certain properties or like you can book with uh, in packages, but it's still something that it's not not all hotels include. Um, the possibility to book straight away when you book uh, your hotel. And then the other thing would be also revenue management. You know, like we do revenue management for room. I think the next stage would be doing revenue management for spa as well. Um, there are some time where the spa is less busy than others. Um, and also memberships, like you need to, um, you know, like the hospitality industry really started maybe like a decade ago, uh, in, including inviting the local community to its restaurants. And that really changed and uh, really uh, made more vibrant the F&B outlets at restaurants. Before, like hotel restaurants are this boring outlet that you need to have because you need to tick the box. And it's the same with the spa and the gym, like with the memberships, it really opens the doors to the local community. And the local community liked it. And it's really also like first a way for the hotel um, to attract his external guests. And we've seen um, that it's something that is important also like to, um, well, first to, to create a sense of community. Like when you travel somewhere, it's good to be mixed with the locals as well. Um, and it's been useful also during the pandemic because a lot of these like domestic markets, vacations uh, were really useful when the international travelers couldn't travel anymore. It's also a good way to fill your restaurants. Otherwise, um, you can't always count on your hotel guests because they want to see the place and go and eat outside. So if you can have locals coming inside, that's compensating it. And also, um, yeah, inviting people into your spa, into your gym, adding memberships, that's also a really good way um, to increase your revenues and use your these facilities that you have. And I guess as well, as you say, it's, it's also a good way to get the word out there. What you're doing mm -hmm. is not only are you, you're, you're generating you know, visibility, but you're also customers. You're getting familiar of, you know, what the wellness experience is so that you can really get that right. And, um, you know, certainly, as I say, as most of my friends after the pandemic, they may not have traveled far, but they certainly went and spent a night in a hotel in the local town just to be able to escape their own homes. And it was about having that bit more pampering than they were ever able to be able to get at, get at home. Um, Celine, thank you ever so much for talking us through today um, the hot topic of wellness in hospitality. And uh, they can get in contact with you via We Think. Um, what is your website? www.wei-think.com. Wonderful. Well, thanks ever so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you taking us through um, all those factors to do with uh, wellness. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, and on our website, we have also a few resources and interviews on uh, wellness, healthy food, regeneration. So please go have a look. And if you need anything or feel free to contact me. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Um, so that was Celine Fadam, the founder and CEO of We Think, talking about wellness within a hotel. Check out more of our episodes on Travel Market Life. Uh, we have our Hoteliers Voice Season 2. Um, and as we explore more technologies, uh, check out our Hotel Tech Clinic. I'm Ryan Haynes. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.